Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 27th of October. And as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only, so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint presentation here and read our disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast, head on over to the marcustoday.com.au website and you can read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of the wonderful Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board and you can sign up for a free 14-day trial on the website. All right, well, overnight we saw pretty much uh, a very flat session from the Dow, but all the action is happening after market where we have a bunch of seriously heavyweight stocks all dropping their numbers, including Twitter, including Microsoft, including Texas Instruments, so and Alphabet as well. So it'll be interesting to see what the Dow futures do on the back of that now that the US markets have closed. Currently, I'm um, just looking at the screen now uh, with um, the CNBC coverage of all these results and the Dow futures hasn't come up just yet. But Dow Jones closed up 16 points or 0.4 of a percent, 35,757. But it is all about results in the US at the moment. Uh, To some extent, it's all about results here as well on AGMs and business updates. We saw NASDAQ up 9 points or 0.06 percent to 15,236. And the S&P 500 up 8 points or 0.18%, go the S&P to 4,575. VIX index pulling itself off the floor, up 4.6% to 15.95. So as far as results go, Alphabet beat Wall Street expectations, but it is down. Microsoft was up a smidge after hours, uh, did results ahead of analyst expectations. Twitter doing well, having a good night after the bell, up 3%. Robinhood got whacked, very much missed their target there. The Sheriff of Nottingham looks to have got hold of Robinhood. Uh, they were down around 8%. And Texas Instruments down around 4% after their numbers in the US as well. But there'll be more to come on that as the day goes by. As far as commodities go overnight, we saw Brent crude up and continuing to push higher, up 41 cents to $86.40. WTI up 89 cents to 84.65, up over 1%. Brent crude up only half a percent in that uh, not performing quite so well. Gold in US dollar terms had a little bit of a a fall last night, 0.74% down, $13.40. Couldn't hold that $1,800 level. Higher US dollar, uh, really much to blame for that gold price at the moment. And iron ore was up $3 to 122.75, 2.5% to the good. In other commodities last night, we saw copper down 1.1, nickel down 0.9, aluminium down 1.9, zinc down 1.6, lead down 0.9 of a percent, and tin up 0.6 of a percent. Coal continues to fall in Chinese trade. And lithium, although in our table today, we've got lithium up 15.6%. That is uh, a very, uh, that is a a sort of a weekly price in lithium. More importantly, uh, I guess for lithium bulls, Pilbara Minerals conducted their first BMX auction, uh, actually their third BMX auction, but the first at record prices 
for lithium spodumene. So you can have a look at some more commentary on that today in Henry's take. As far as the mining stocks go in overseas trade, Freeport McMoran down 1.2%, Alcoa down 3.2%, Tech down 0.9%, Anglo up 0.2%, Glencore down half, and Vale in the US down 0.8%, Rio and BHP also down, BHP down around 0.9% and Rio down 1.2%. The Aussie dollar, 75.05, still holding in above that 75 level. There you can see the S&P 500. It was a bit of a higgledy-piggledy day. And once again, uh, we're seeing the focus very much on U.S. corporate earnings. Similar way in the background is, of course, U.S. politics on the stimulus, which just seems to be dragging on longer than an episode of Midsummer Murder. Major stories in the U.S. Stock rise amid positively positive earnings result in China has urged its founder uh, to pay the debt with his own wealth. HSBC sees no material fallout from the Chinese never grand trouble. And the property sector in China is still under pressure as modern land missed the $250 million U.S. bond payment. And President Xi is too busy lobbying China's elite for a global summit. He's going to be attending COP26, that's Confederation of Parties, 26 meeting uh, by Zoom, as is Putin, as it looks like the Queen is now going to miss COP26, as she's been told to rest by her doctors. Australian companies add most women to boards in six months, and Singapore is opening travel lanes with Australia and Switzerland. Good news, and from November the 1st, I think we're allowed to uh, travel overseas willy-nilly. U.S. cranks up Beijing tensions again with a ban on China Telecom, and consumers should expect to pay closer to full price on a range of products this holiday season, not so much discounting going on. And new companies raising cash swell U.S. junk bond market to record size. The ECB's Christine Lagarde to push back rate hike concerns, amid rising inflation, and the Bank of Japan to defy global rate hike trend, cutting its price outlook. And important news, I guess, for Linus, China is going to create a rare earths giant by merging three state-owned companies. What's on today? Well, the big one today is the third quarter CPI, 0.4% rise quarter on quarter is expected. That's kind of ballpark. That comes out at 11.30. We also have ANZ Business Confidence. As far as tech stocks go in the US, Tesla were down 0.6, Apple up 0.5, Amazon up 1.7, Facebook continuing to have a little bit of uh, not like, down 3.9%, and Square is hip to be up half a percent. And DraftKings have walked away from an attempt to buy the gambling group Entain, which includes uh, Mark Wahlberg and Ladbrooking the World. $22 billion was the money to be paid for Entain. Robin Hood missed the target, 8% down after hours, and those results from Alphabet, Microsoft and Twitter will be very closely watched by the market and the conference calls kicking off after the market. And General Motors said it will install up to 40,000 electric vehicle charging stations in the United States and Canada. China produced 73.8 million tonnes of steel in September 2021, down 21.2% on the same period last year. And the Chinese National Development and Reform Commission, the NDRC, is also considering coal 
as part of its strategy to prohibit exorbitant profits. Capital Economics said it's cut its growth forecast globally for 2022 for most major economies. And Harris Farm, which has long been mooted as a potential IPO or even a trade sale, says it's going to keep it in the family. Things are going too well. What does that tell you about some of the IPOs? If things are going so well, why sell them? That certainly seems to be Harris Farms' mentality, and they think they can roll out their ambitious store program expansion uh, with internal resources. And APA Group has pulled out of the BassLink plan to buy that uh, BassLink, and Ventia is to list as a $2.9 billion-plus company on the ASX. We saw yesterday a U.S. fund behemoth, uh, much like Magellan uh, G, uh, GQG, uh, listed yesterday and closed at a slight discount after a bit of a topsy-turvy day. Question of the day. There seems to be a plethora of investment opportunities out there. Are you feeling swamped? by the number of IPOs, placements, capital raisings, uh, crypto opportunities. Are you feeling swamped at the moment? Not enough money or not enough time to pursue all the investment opportunities out there. And in some cases, because of the swamping, will that mean that some of these opportunities get a bit left behind and maybe become a little bit of a uh, secret space for others to trawl in? That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. As you probably know already, we've split the Marcus Today podcast into four. So you can pick and choose which of the podcasts you want to listen to. There's the Marcus Today strategy podcast where Marcus runs through his thoughts on a daily basis. We've got the On The Desk podcast stream as well, where the guys in Melbourne talk about all things investment. And I've got my On The Couch podcast, where I catch up with a bunch of industry leaders, some thought-provoking podcasts, and maybe even some CEOs of some of the emerging companies out there and uh, talk for about half an hour or so uh, with them in a bit more of an informal situation. But if you're listening to this on a podcast, any of those four podcasts, you're not yet a member of Marcus Today, we'd love to have you on board so you can sign up for a free trial, marcustoday.com.au. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.